All right, everybody, welcome back to Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. This is episode 65. Unfortunately, we are not in the M94.5 podcasting studio this week. We are separated between, but it's about two hours distance between me and Mo. Once again, one of us is in Oberstdorf and the other is in Munich. But this time it's me in Oberstdorf. And I know that people can't see it, but there's about three feet of snow and it continues to snow. And it's absolutely insane to me that how cruel and strange April can be in Germany. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so tough. Hello, first of all, we're doing this from home again. And uh, I saw the the photos you posted of how much snow there actually dude. is in Oberstdorf. It was like a blizzard this morning, like this tornado of windy, icy air coming through. It's crazy. Yeah, and here it's also snowing, but here it's really like April. It changes every 30 minutes. Like I took a photo before, or I have it on my Instagram story, mm-hmm. um, out the window where it was uh, sunshine and snowfall at the same time. Sunshine and snowfall at the yeah. same time. That sounds. It's it's kind of like a video game artwork. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like, like it's like that's not realistic. Ooh, finally, this dream comes true. I'm into the Zelda world. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Zelda landscape. That's exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, it's really it's really crazy here. It's still it's still snowing. And the funny thing was, two days ago I was here. So we came down here for for Easter, and. Easter day was a little chilly, but like super bright and sunny. And if you were in the sun, then you could take your jacket off. And the next day after Easter Monday, I was um, I was even outside on the balcony on a phone call in a t-shirt. You know, it was like super warm, sunny, really nice, crispy air. And then out of nowhere, Tuesday and Wednesday, just plummeting snow, like blizzards of snow. And even the little gondolas got, you know, stuck on the on the cables mm-hmm. at the top of the. It, it just uh, just blows me away, man. Like I, I don't, I didn't even bring like heavy winter clothing. You know, I'm glad that I brought my bigger jacket, but I thought, ah, do I really want to take this big jacket? I don't even think I need it. Uh, I'm so glad I did. Now, so glad I did. Damn. So you you spent the uh, the holidays there, and did yeah. you did you celebrate? Easter. You know, you know what we did. You know what we did. Which um, this is exciting because I haven't done this in over a year. We, for the first time since I think March 2020, went to a restaurant. What? Where? <gasps> in I'm sure I'm saying the first part wrong, but Klein Weisertal. Yeah. Is it Klein? Ah, Klein Weisertal. Ah, true. Ah, damn. Klein Weisertal. So it's. Can you tell people where that is actually? Kleinwasal is a pretty weird place. <laughs> um <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a beautiful place. Beautiful scenery. Very um, beautiful, yeah. It's in Austria, right? Exactly. That's the thing. It is in Austria, but it has no access to Austria, but only through Germany and through Oberstdorf. It's like you only get uh. it's like this one valley and you only get in there from the German side. So mm-hmm. it's like like Germany ends at the very south, south, and the Alps begin, and it's this yeah. valley, just like those valleys you have in Oberstdorf, and yeah. you can only access it from the German side. But it is politically Austria. Right, right. Yeah, at least you know the the service data at the top of my phone switched to yeah. Austria. So, <laughs> um, but it feels very much just like yeah, like the beautiful southern part of Germany, and it was crazy. So that that region is open. I guess they have fewer than what is it 50 incidents per 100,000 or something like that. So, we all had to go get an official test, of course. Um everyone, I it was my first time where I had the option between the nose test and the mouth test. And I'm very glad I chose the mouth test because the nose one, I feel like I'm scratching memories out of my brain. It's like the, the mouth, oh, the one for the mouth with, with this little sponge kind of where you I think he used the same long cotton swabs that he does for the nose. He he put like a little wooden stick to oh, okay. press my tongue down. And then he put the stick like almost to where my little, uh, as Cardi B would say, where that little dangly thing hang in the back of my throat, you know, <laughs> like right there. And luckily I didn't gag or anything, but it was so funny. It was like this succession of things because you're in line to get the, uh, to get the test here in Oberstdorf and... It was funny because it was like, um, you know, the the parents in law, and the sister and the sister in law, and then and then Ify, and one after another, you hear them in these 
private booths with the curtain closed and you just hear like and, you know, and then the next person and then I was there you know and the fear is growing more and more and more and you know he didn't ask me if I wanted mouth or nose he was just going to go straight for the nose and if I hadn't pretended to be confused like oh is this das Mund or Nase or kein Problem you know you know whatever if I hadn't said something like that then he would have just gone straight to my brain but luckily he was like oh yeah fine and did the mouth I didn't have one of those through the nose yet, actually. We we did some, we've, you know, whenever we do the self-testing, because you can buy the things for home yeah. now. Yeah. So and that's, you know, that's the ones I meant with this little sponge. And you don't go the, <laughs> like that deep throat that you do mm. with the with the official tests. But it's like a, a little um, sponge that um, mm-hmm. that fills with your, what do you call it? Your, your spit? I don't know. Like, What's your like saliva? Yeah, and you, you for for like ninety seconds or something, you have to go all through your mouth and um, <laughs> until it's it's come it's the sponge like has sucked sucked all of it, and then yeah. um, you drop it in this to this kind of fluid, mm-hmm. and then you put it on the test like a pregnancy test. Ah, uh, yeah, it looks yeah. So we had the same like for the self testing that we did here. It's the same concept where you 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 test yourself and then you have this liquid drop and it's yeah. like a pregnancy test. But it, for us, it was the nose one. So it's just this long stick. Ah, okay. And you poke it into your eyeball mm. through your face. <laughs> and then you put drops on it and put the thing on there. And okay. that's always a good feeling when you see that that single stripe for negative. But then we, yeah, so we, then we went to do the official family testing, like with the mouth. Everyone, thankfully, was negative. And so we had to... We had to do that first before we could go to the restaurant. And then we still had to wear masks into the place, which is totally cool. Mm-hmm. But it felt really safe, man, because they um, they basically did like extremely li- limited seating. It was like a four-star restaurant. Do you and, remember the name? Um, I can, I'll have to ask. <laughs> okay, no big deal. I don't remember right now. It, it was a very cozy. Mm-hmm. It was a very cozy place. It was very like, um, you know, from the outside you wouldn't have suspected that this was like a three star s, whatever restaurant. It just seemed like a you know like a Bavarian place. Very small. All the old wood. You know the sh- short roofs, like the low ceilings. Um, so I just didn't. I didn't notice that it was like this kind of place. But then when you get the food, you're like, oh, oh my <laughs> god, dude. What did you get? It was cool. Um, well, actually, I have some. I took some pictures of it because um, I told my friend Ben that we were going to go to a restaurant, and he was like, "Can you please, please send me the menu? <laughs> I haven't seen a restaurant menu in months." Uh, true like, that. Of course, man. Of course. Can, uh, yeah. Oh, can I, you I read the to... menu? Actually, little German challenge here. Yes, because well, yeah, the food was never an issue because I I always worked in cafes and restaurants. Ah, true. Easy um, so that that that's the that's what I had to learn. But I'm looking here. I'm looking at the menu now, so I should be able to see the name of the restaurant somewhere here. I hope. Ah, Familia Jäger and Team wünscht Ihnen einen kulinarischen und schönen Abend. So it's I think it's like something Jäger, Jäger. Yeah, it's some it's a family restaurant, some like family Jäger. But um. Wonderful, wonderful food. I'll, I'll just tell you um, what they had. So for the for my Vorspeisen, I had, oh man, I had the geschmolzene Kalbskopf mit zartgebratenem Kalbsbris, dazu Gemüse, Balsamico, Vinaigrette und Heimatinger Feldsalat. So for those who don't speak German, that's like like veal head. That's like the head of a baby yeah, sheep. It's a, the head of it's a little like lamb. sliced veal head skin. Uh, no, not cheap, like a uh, cow. With, I don't know how you would describe like Cabs Bris. It's like this muscle in the baby's throat that suckles milk. <laughs> it feels so yeah. wrong to eat this, but it was the fattiest, most delicious, <laughs> tender, soft slices of meat I've ever had in my life with a little salad in the middle. It was incredible. Then they had amazing soups like this, um, like, yeah, Rin soup. They had Kalbschwanz with um, like raviolo cream soup with Steinpilzen. Um, for my main dish, I had 
Oh, is it on? It's on this. It's on this uh, special. Yeah, it was the Easter menu. I had Das Beste vom Rey. Oh, which was um, Lenchen, like Lenchen, mm-hmm. Nüschen Steak mit gebraten Edelpilzen, feiner Rambiersen, Steinpilz Raviolo, handgeschabte Spätzle vom Brett und Gewürzpreiselbeeren. <laughs> nice. So yeah, just like this selection of deer meat with um, some spätzle, like these little kind of like pasta dough things that you mix in with the sauce and uh, some ba- like some sweet berries to go with it. it was and wirsing. How did you like, how, did you enjoy the wirsing? What is that again? What was that? Because you, you just read it. Wirsing is a, a green vegetable pretty, I would say pretty similar to spinach, but with a, it's, it's a, it looks, it's a lighter green and it has a little more, Crunch is definitely the wrong word, but it's it has a, a little more like zest to it or something. I don't remember that like that plate. Of course, I was so stunned. Uh, Ramvising, uh, yeah. Ramvising. I was so stunned by the um by the by the selection of, like the meat. I just mixed <laughs> yeah. everything together with meat, salad, and sauce and spätzle. So nice. If I if I I didn't I don't think I picked it apart alone to but appreciate I, it, but as you could get, I'm super jealous that you you've been to a restaurant. <laughs> Man, I mean, but I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky that they first off that this family wanted to go to a restaurant and investigated like where it would be maybe possible, and the fact that Klein Weisertal made it possible. Like that was so cool. Mm. They had like four different restaurant rooms, so maybe each room would normally fit 50 people. And when you walk through the restaurant on Easter, it was one room had like a, a single family of six. Mm-hmm. And then another room had like maybe two families of four or something. Okay. And they were all separated with doors. So we had our own room. We still had to do separate tables. We had a table of four that um, that I was at and then another table of four. So like with eight people all together. And we were in our own room by ourselves. And man, the the meat and the soup and the salads and the, the, the wine, of course, was incredible, man. Nice. I was so happy we got to do that. But would you ever have thought that just talking about something as a, or like a, a visit to a restaurant would ever be something so special <laughs> that you would talk <laughs> on a podcast about it for like, 12 minutes <laughs> that I would go as far as to literally read off the menu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, man, never. Dude. I never thought that I would, I, I never thought that. I mean, I like, I have to be honest that the, the restaurants that we are privileged enough to get to go to when we visit her family here are always something really special. And I always take note and take note of like, wow, this food's incredible or like, wow, this wine is great or just how special all that is. But if you already have that feeling and then you're deprived of it for, you know, a year and a half, no. then you, then you get to go on a holiday and get this special like hand served food. I mean, it's just, Oh, right. <gasps> I had tuna tartar. Let me, Ooh. let me just see if I can. Oh, look at that. Do Like that's second like second like avocado cream on top there. Oh, this is a better side view. Oh my god, that's really that's naughty, man. Oh, Look at that with the crazy. flowers on top. For those who can't see, it's like a really beautiful <laughs> tuna tartar. Like everybody besides me. <laughs> yeah, true. For everybody else, it's like a green avocado cream paste on top of this tuna tartar, and there's like a pink flower. It's so beautiful. Crazy. And oh, this was the um. Sorry, I'll stop here. But it's this is the um, the 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 Kopf with Kopfbris. Not crazy. Looks so good, right? Mm-hmm. So juicy. Um, funny thing was, I was in the restaurant, and Joseph, um, my father-in-law, was was ordering the um, the same thing as me. He wanted the tartar, he wanted the Kopfkopf, and he wanted this best from from Ray. And I did a lot of discussing with Ify and with him about suggestions, and I thought, ah, that sounds great. I'm going to take the same thing. And when he ordered, I was sitting next to him. So I just said, ah, you know what? Just like, she's going to look at me next. Just, just say the same for me, just so it's quick, you know? And so when it got to my turn, he forgot for a second. And then there was like this awkward moment where she was looking at me, but he was 
he was about to talk again. So she was doing this back and forth thing. And then, <laughs> yeah. I, and then I felt uncomfortable because I was like, oh no, I, I put him in this position. I should just order my thing. I was like, oh, uh, uh, I'll have uh, also the tuna tartare. And then um, this thing. And instead of saying Kibs Kopf, I said Kibs Knopf. <laughs> and dude, this was the joke of the century for this family. I'm telling you, <laughs> this was like the joke of their life. For yeah. me to say Kibs Knopf and not Kibs Kopf. <laughs> They're like, ah! The tears in their eyes, like, can you believe he just said that? And like her mom with like running makeup, like, <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, okay, I get that I said like, you know, veal button instead of veal head, last, but it's not that l- funny. Last week we talked about with Gagan how how Germany is like ten years behind regarding su- su- such things as a sense for comedy, etc. And I would say in the in the very South, make it more like 30 years. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost endearing that something so innocent can can bring such a laugh. True. Um, but it was, yeah, it was, that was like the joke of the day. And I always feel like, I always feel like kind of a, when we go to these nice places, I always feel like a bit of a ditz or like a, like a clumsy person. Mm-hmm. I'm always knocking over a glass or, you know, cl- dropping a fork on the floor or something. And I was trying to be extra, extra, extra careful in this nice restaurant on this very special day to just be on my best behavior and look nice and whatever. And of course, the first moment where I tried to um, get up to go to the bathroom, I stood up and the chair had a jacket on it. So it was top heavy mm-hmm. and I bumped it with my leg and the chair just went <laughs> and just hit this hardwood floor. Everyone was quiet. And then just, yeah, I had to make a joke and get out of there. I went to the bathroom like, Oh damn it. I was so close. I was so close to being like the invisible <laughs> one, you know, at the nice restaurant, but yeah, but almost. I, I, I have a kind of similar problem. Um, but it's it's very only about one thing. <laughs> so I would say mm-hmm. I am able to behave and uh, <laughs> and eat properly in in like nicer situations, etc. But I don't know why. It's probably psychological. But whenever there's a cloth on the table or these little these little sets like could be whatever, like fancy things out of bambus or whatever that you just, those little clothes that you just put under, under each, uh, uh, at each place. Right. Right. Um, or, or a cloth all over the table. Whenever there is something like that, <laughs> I spill food on it. Every time. Every time. Every time when we, when we, um, when my girlfriend and me are, uh, for dinner at her parents' place, <laughs> and I realized that every time they put on these things, <laughs> I spill something on them. And every time there's nothing, <laughs> nothing happens. Like when yeah, I eat on a like clean you, table, yeah. there's no issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's like you, you, you see the protection there. So because you see the protection, you, you, something slips. It's, yeah. And when there's no protection, you're, you're not even... It's not, it's not as if you're more self-aware to be extra careful. It's just that you subconsciously are. Yeah, probably. It, it, it's it's always it's and so the, funny how that. And the same thing in, in restaurants. And then often I feel like, like when everybody everyone has has eaten up and the and and the waiter or waitress comes and 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 takes everything off the table, and you start and and you see what's what's what what's beyond your plate or whatever. Because mm-hmm. while you while you're eating in a fancy restaurant, you can I don't know somehow hide it with like moving your your plate a bit around. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then when the oh, when, yeah. when the waiter or waitress picks up everything and 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 you see those like i don't know some brown sauce on a white clothes <laughs> or something oh, every time yeah. i feel like a, a like a dumb four-year-old and the worst <laughs> thing is some some waiters give you that look then like when you when you did something like that like really bro i thought i could leave <laughs> that on for <laughs> for the next people <laughs> It's like, come on, man. You say just flake it off into the dirt and then bring it back in here. Now I got to take it to the dry cleaner. Yeah. Because of you. Yeah, I feel that way too. And I feel like every single time any person wears a white shirt to a restaurant, 99% of the time when they finish eating, they, they always say, oh, wow, and I didn't spill a single drop <laughs> like on their shirt. I feel like I've heard that. It doesn't matter what background, what gender, it's just like, I always hear that someone has a white shirt. 
at a restaurant and whether or not they're normally clumsy or not, they almost always, when the plate's done, they always go, well, look, oh, look at that. I didn't spill a single drop. Yeah. For me, it's the other way around. Do you often do that? (laughs) For me, it's the other way around. I can't handle, I can't handle the pressure of of wearing a white shirt for, (laughs) for eating. No, I dare not, my friend. I dare not. I always spill on it. Oh, uh, just a slightly off topic, or actually completely off topic. I just saw this thing that was I did want to forget to tell you, which is pretty cool. Uh, like an hour before the show started, I got a message from my good friend, Kati Kumela. And she writes articles for different magazines and different things like that. And um, she says that she was asked about a last-minute piece for the next edition of the Mook Book. Okay. And for those who don't know, Mook Book is like the Munich book. It's um, like art and culture, entertainment magazine, would you say? Yeah, for the, for, for the wider region of Munich, yeah. Yeah, and she suggested an interview with, with me about artsy-fartsy immigrants. Ooh, that's awesome. Which is very cool. Nice, Very buddy. cool. The issue is about art and culture in Munich, so she, she thinks it fits perfectly. And she asked um, if, you know, of course, if we'd be interested, it should be like a two page long article and the deadline is like end of next week. So, um, yeah, isn't that cool news? Like, I don't know if, I don't know, maybe if it makes sense if we all three um, have a call or something, but um, I think it's great to have a little exposure for the show and it's, that's so nice, right? Sure, man. I remember in 2017, I think, I I got into the mook the mook book for uh for something I think no manual EP had just came out, just came out and we were doing a tour or a, we you know not like a tour tour but we were playing a lot of shows in 2017 and uh I got in there and that's a really it's a really nice magazine it's um it's really like nice design cool people By the um, way talking about the, yeah. the artsy part any updates yeah. any updates on the on 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 the pre-order side can I still can I still hope and aim for nice hats? <laughs> we we have not crossed a hundred yet. We have not crossed a hundred yet, but I will keep that promise. We still have like we still have quite some time. Like I would love I would love to cross that by the end of this month, which I think is possible. But I have the feeling that it's always kind of the same. Like in any in any time I've done pre-orders or any time I've done like a sales thing or like a crowdfunding thing every it's usually the same where you have like a few months or no you have like the first few weeks where you launch it and then you have a good chunk of people that order up front that you know you Mm -hmm. have like a few friends you have like some family you have like you know a handful of people that are perhaps strangers but they're like really good fans Mm -hmm. and you have all that up front and that happened and then as usual there's this gap before the official launch where this, where it's just really slow. Like it doesn't matter. I'm also waiting to be fair. I'm waiting for the official, um, final cover of the, of the album. I'll just write that down actually, because the one that I'm using for the promo is a sample cover and it, it doesn't look as great and like impressive as the final, like record cover will look. And I wonder if that also kind of makes, people hesitant like maybe they see that and they don't see that it says sample cover and they think like ah maybe it's kind of a boring you know because the sample cover i'm using is just the the album title in a blue disc yeah but the actual the actual cd like the six page digipack cover and everything is way more elaborate and way more beautiful but uh stupid question that i i wondered about it the first time why is that? Is that because um, because we because we had to launch the the pre order before before Guy had the uh, real cover finished? Okay, okay. Because they um, they wanted to announce the label wanted to go ahead and announce the album release date, which is June eighteenth. They wanted to drop that with the release of the last single, Smiling, which came out March twelfth. Okay. So they wanted to go ahead and be like, okay, look, this is the last single. And in three months or whatever it is, there's here's the album. And usually when you drop the album release date, you drop a pre-order with it. Mm-hmm. So people can say, oh, now it's already available. But we didn't have, unfortunately, excuse me, 
we didn't have all of the uh, artwork for the merchandise and for the CD cover finished yet. I, so I asked Guy to make a mock-up, like just a simple version of it. Simple version. <laughs> and and that's what we have now. That's that's what you see on this, like a, like a mock-up of what the color scheme is. And he's supposed to this week do a test print at home of the official cover to see if, if the ink and if the lettering and everything works the mm-hmm. way that he pictures it. But I saw the, the I, not the last draft, but I saw a pretty, pretty good draft uh, last week of how it's looking. And it's going to be so beautiful, man. Nice. So finally, yeah. So finally, when I have that ready and I start promoting that, I think that'll help, you know, get out of that lull of like the waiting period. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, just to finish that first point, Right before the official launch, there's that last like big chunk of people who are like, oh, it's almost coming out. Because if people do the pre-order, then it's, you know, they they save money and they get these bundles and stuff. And mm. otherwise they'll have to wait till it's, you know, maybe maybe with the launch is also, also a boost because the, the label and the media and stuff like help announce it. No. But, but, uh, but that's not a, yet. That's, that's another thing I wondered about since... Um, Obviously, because of COVID and and what effects that had on the on the music industry, etc., there there originally was that big delay for for the actual album release. Um, but um, how's your 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 contact to the, to the label been in the last week, and what are they actually doing? This 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 should in in no case sound sound. <laughs> I don't want to offend your label or anything, <laughs> but I just mm-hmm. wonder how does the the work of of of, of a label in this kind of weird phase like okay we, we really have stretched that out the records are are finished for for so long now Wh- what what is happening there um like like what's happening between the the finished masters of the album and the release date yeah. on their side yeah uh so basically they they focused all their they focused all their strengths on the individual singles at first so that first we had this you know this crooked rail and they their job was to say hey there's a new jordan prince album coming next year and because of corona we prolonged the date by over a year so we weren't even really sure when we could drop it Mm -hmm. so first they just put all their energy into like okay here's how we we you know try and get the magazines and the blogs and the radios to pick up the single and the video for the single and then we did the same thing again in November of last year with Stoned. We had like all of their energy went into the um, the video and the single, which got great like radio rotation. Like Stoned was a very successful like radio single for me. And then then they did the same thing again. So we had to add a third single, Smiling, which you don't always do because we prolonged the album release by so much that we thought we might lose interest if we don't do something. So we did. I released this pre-filmed daily bread video in january and then the third official single with an official video for smiling last month and then another week later the live yeah. like performance version of smiling so just keeping this like you know like droplets and droplets of things like there's a new album there's a new album there's a new album and then when it came to saying okay we're locking the release date for the album for june 18th then let's announce that with a pre-order when smiling comes out, but we didn't, and we had to drop smiling when we dropped it because they had, you know, kind of put all their energy into, into the, in like we planned it enough ahead of time where they couldn't really change it. So then Guy didn't have the artwork ready in time. Cause he got really, really busy with other things. And then, so we just made a mock-up and said, okay, here's the setup for it. And right now, like the page for the pre-order and everything is really, it's, it's very, very like, I keep wanting to say the word simple, but it's it's really uh, like minimal because mm-hmm. we just didn't have the artwork and, and stuff ready yet. But as soon as we get everything locked in, then I can make it look more lavish and as I can make it look as good as the album sounds because the actual album is great and I'm really happy with it. It's just that the artwork doesn't support it yet, yet, but it will. The album is but great. What, I had the pleasure to to already listen to the, to the mastered versions. And I yeah, I, actually, I wanted to, uh, yeah, I remember you sent this really, really, really nice message. I even played it, um, I even played it for a few people, like, listen to this nice message <laughs> about the songs. Isn't that great? Um, yeah, thanks, man. I'm really, really glad that you like it. And I can't wait to finally, like, practice these songs and try and, 
make them a live a live performance somehow. Yeah. Somehow. You know. It's going to be so cool when we can finally do that. And but yeah, just to finish that last thought, like the, what the label's doing is so so right now we're waiting we're all we're all waiting for Guy because as soon as the album work is locked so I I finished like you said you heard the masters so for those who don't know what that means it's like the songs are 100% finished and we made a link and I I sent all the files and the links and everything to the to the label so what they're doing now while we wait for pre-orders to come in is they are sending uh, this link of masters to all of these radio stations and blogs mm-hmm. and magazines and promoters because we want to get as much attention to the release as possible. Like we want to get a, as many singles, like as many tracks from the record as we can into radio rotation, obviously. We want to get um, people who license songs for film and television and advertisement, these songs early so they can have f- first access if they want to put it into an ad. They're sending the songs to magazines and um, institutional things like Bayerischer Rundfunk. Mm-hmm. So that way, if they like the album, if they say, "Oh, this is this is a really cool album," they can um, they can present it, mm-hmm. which means like they would you know have the dibs to you know do an article about the record, do an interview with me, for example. Um, they want to get pressed into like Zudochi Zeitung and things like that about mm. the album and the stories behind the songs, stuff like that. So that, they're, they're working on like sending the album out to people to try and get people's attention to it for the release. So that's, that's what they're working on now. And otherwise we're just waiting for some, the finishing artwork. And then um, when the artwork's done, I just go back to Mr. Tim Hecking and I say, here's the, here's the master's. Um, I need a DDP file, which as you know, it's just like, for those who don't know, it's basically taking, uh, this, this album is 10 songs and it just basically takes these 10 songs and makes them like one inseparable file. You have like this one blanket file with the space in between the songs and it has the metadata, like the, the coding necessary to track how the songs are sold and shared. It's on every CD that you've ever bought. And then we take that DDP file and the artwork from Guy and give it to, we're using Cube Media in Munich. And then they put that DDP file on several hundred blank discs and the artwork on it. And then boom, they send me a finished product. Nice. But so that's the next step. I got one last question on the, on, on the label. I mean, that's cool, man. Ask away because okay. it's also good for me to remind myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, um, so what they're doing is trying to, just like you said, getting as much attention as possible. And um, did they set any any certain aims for that, or 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 you know what I mean, or anything they they definitely expect from you and the album or whatever? Like setting a goal, yeah, and then seeing if we met it. That's a, that's a good question. Um. The last thing that I have from them, so what they do send me every couple of months is a PR update. Mm-hmm. We They haven't, like to answer your question, they haven't sent me any specific goals, like we expect this from album sales or we expect this from anybody because I think they're a bit careful about, about, about making promises. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because during Corona, everything's been kind of a, kind of a risk, like not really sure what might stick and what might not, but they do send me PR updates. Um, and I think the most recent one I have is from Smilin, where they said that, um, the radio feedback was very strong with song presentations, handpicks and rotations at major public stations like NDR2, Bayern 3, Deutschland Funk, as well as independent radio Ego FM. And then they send me, oh, it was also on FM4. That's good. And then they send me like an XL. I'm just looking at that real quick. So for Smilin, they say, confirm this Smilin was on, they'll show me the station, they'll show me the format, Mm -hmm. and then they'll show me the results from it. So Smilin was on NDR2, which has like um, 2,600,000 listeners, and they got, it got presented uh, two different times, like on two different shows there. And then 
Bayern 3 also presented it and they put it into the handpick rotation. Mm-hmm. Deutschland Funk and Deutschland Funk Kultur also picked it up. WDR 5, Bayern 2, Radio FM 4, four. Uh, Ego FM, Pulse, NDR Blue, SR2 Kultur Radio, Hot, hot Rad 5? No, Hot Ho Rads? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> ho Rads. <laughs> um, Detector FM, CT, Bayern Plus, Music Villa. Oh, Music Villa Agoy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Elder, Elder Radio. Elder Radio? Elder what Radio. A, it's a, co- a college radio in Dortmund. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, yeah, a few more like in smaller towns, like more college stations. The only thing that's always hard to see is they send me all the approvals and they send me the ones who haven't answered, Mm -hmm. but then they always send me um, the ones that didn't say yes as well. Okay, okay. That's always hard to see. The the easy thing is there's one, two, three, four, five stations that declined and it just says declined and that's totally cool. And then they have um, things like this. They say, this one station said... We have listened to the song again more closely and have finally come to the conclusion that we find it really pleasantly produced, nicely recorded, and in general, simply worth listening to, but have not really agreed whether it would fit into our rotation at the moment. In general, of course, the problem is that the song can develop a certain pull, but only after repeated listening, and especially when you are in the appropriate, slightly reflective mood for its enjoyment." Because it runs through quite leisurely and without great development, which is fair. It doesn't have a lot of it. It doesn't have any changes in it. So it didn't really want to fit into our program, which is why we decided against using it. So every once in a while, you get a couple of things like that, but okay. that's that's not even a mean one. There's mean ones. That's not even a mean. Okay. One. Um, there were some mean ones for for stoned, which is fair. Some people just think it's kind of a silly one. <laughs> but is there, are, there, are there funny, mean ones? Um, let me see. I, th- I just had it open here. Where was it? Yeah, there's definitely... Um, oh, there it is. Yeah, there's definitely a handful of these that are pretty funny. Let me look back through. Um, there's the smiling one. And stoned. Okay, so stoned came out. A lot of great confirmations for that. That that song did, wow! That song did really well on radio, which was cool. Uh, let's see what this one. This was a declined one. <laughs> this this radio station said, "I really like the video and the song is really sweet, but unfortunately, it's not really our sound." I'll forward it to another colleague, but I actually think that she's not going to play it either. <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, this one says, nice song, but it didn't stand out enough against the competition. That's fair. Um, this one said, since his music is really a niche here and the competition is really high right now, I don't think we will I don't think we will play it. Not that we can't, but I don't think we will. And that's fine. And then we look at Crooked Rail, which was the other single, if we had any Oh, Crooked Rail had some funny ones. Um Let's see, doesn't fit our program, doesn't catch us. Uh, someone had oh that's fine someone had to cancel because they did something else nice song but unfortunately it's not quite our style if he publishes something new let me know unfortunately oh Radio Goethe says not my cup of tea (laughs) (laughs) okay and another station said we listened to it but unfortunately it's a no (laughs) But no one's really like harsh, but it's definitely not easy to see. Like I'd I'd always I would prefer to just never know why they declined. It just say declined. No. That's cool. Declined. Because you know you're gonna read it. Yeah. You know? Of course I'm gonna read it. And at some point it's gonna it's gonna affect you. Dude, by the way, regarding response and getting feedback, I just realized how how crazy many comments you get on your on your reels and and tiktoks just because because i knew it this thing kind of exploded regarding regarding clicks but um but there's so many people commenting dude it's crazy (laughs) have you have you already hired someone to manage this (laughs) (laughs) i wish um it's funny because it started off like i did i did a few of these on tiktok and then they did pretty well, and I thought, oh, that's kind of funny. Maybe I'll just, um, I'll just throw them on reels, as well. 
um, because it has like the same feature. No. And maybe it's just, uh, you know, some people don't use TikTok. And then I did put it on there and it's kind of insane, dude. It's kind of insane that like the immediate response. Um, I mean, the, the views are great. They're, they're very consistent. I'm looking at trying to find the one that I thought was the most... Yeah, I mean, part 29 has 570,000 views. On Instagram. On Instagram. And for because sometimes, I should make this clear too, for some videos and some pictures that I post on the main feed um, for music, if it's like, hey, new video out tomorrow, or hey, you can pre-order this, I will sometimes pay for an Instagram ad no. to try and bring attention to it, of course. Um, and I have never done it a single single time for the reels and it's crazy how much um how much attention there is on it it's just wild yeah, and it's so crazy because it's 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 once again something i cannot understand like how this algorithm no. works there maybe i'm also no it's also i don't understand it out at of all. my perception because i don't watch reels besides if there is a preview for a reel in my in my in my in my feed, but I don't actively yeah. go to the to this to this this real option browse through them. But it's crazy. It's, it, I mean, it's mostly it's mostly TikTok videos yeah. anyway. You know, like ninety percent of them, you just see the TikTok yeah. thing in the corner, and you're like, okay, well, I do that. I do that on the real app. I don't need to do it yeah. here. It's really crazy, man. Like, um, yeah, I've realized I can, like, for the, for some reason with the reels. I can put up just about anything and it will do okay. And if I put like a lot of effort or I find like a, the perfect word or something, then it, it can, it can just go crazy, man. And the comments, the comments and the attention to them is just nuts. And the, the, you know, the funny thing is to me, the reason why I don't, I don't get a hot head about it is because I actually don't get why. Mm. If it was, if it was my music and I was like putting all this work and years of effort and stuff into it and it would just pop like that, I'd be like, you know what? I earned this. I worked for this no. and I believe in this. This is, this is my art. This is my soul, you know? But with this, I'm like, I'm not even the funniest that I think I can be. <laughs> I'm like kind of internet funny where it's just like kind of fast. Yeah. <laughs> and then for some reason, like just some of the words, um, I do find some of the words really funny, like Matratzenspot. This uh, very funny word and Ashkaiga. I did that one today, but um, it's not as if I'm doing anything like crazy that I'm putting all of my work and time into. It's just like I don't get why that's so popular. I can only just kind of see where it goes <laughs> and but hope how much, that I can but, steer people to something else. But how much time does it take you for one of those? That's what I wonder because can't be too much because you do so many, and I know you still do a lot of other stuff. <laughs> In your time. Dude, I mean, the the most time-consuming thing about it is just uh, typing all the subtitles. No. And then you just measure out, like, when they start and when they stop. That's the only thing that takes the most time. Usually, I can do one v it, very quickly if I have a word that I... If I have a word that I like, like, today I did Oshkaiga for those... Th that's ass violin. <laughs> just very funny. <laughs> it's kind of like the equivalent of, like, asshole. Um like an insult for somebody. And when I saw that one today, I was like, oh, you know, I haven't done that one yet. That would be a funny one to do. And I, I mean, I really, I just stood, like I just stood by my window and got some, like some natural light. And, and I think the actual recording of it, I only did like a, a second take of, I think one or two of the individual takes. And I think it just took me like three minutes or something to to say it all Crazy. and then i just did a, i did a little bit of trimming yeah. like maybe i said something and my thumb was on the recording like just one second too long for my taste so i just trim mm -hmm. some things which just takes a second because the app is so easy to use and then mm. you know then i type in all the subtitles put that i put a song under it that i like has some like nice energy and then yeah and then i just post it and once you post it to tiktok it's saved to your phone And then you just put the phone one into into reels. The only thing I have to make sure of is that it stays under 30 seconds. I would make I would make longer ones. I would make like 35, 36 second long ones because sometimes the word mm. does merit that time. 
but reels are only 30 seconds. So I, I have to keep them around like 29.8 seconds usually, like just, just under enough to have enough time mm-hmm. to make a joke. But it's crazy, man. It takes no yeah. time. That's why, that's why I, I'm not even really like, I don't get it. I just, it's like, I just do them regularly because they're fun to do. And I like, of course, I, I'm, a, I'm a musician. So of course I like the attention. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I didn't like it, but I don't really get it. But that's, but that's what interests me. And I, I guess we already have talked about this at some point, but does it, does it pro- probably also frustrate you in a way that on the one hand, like, um, like, th- so that, that those kind of videos, just like you said, probably takes you three minutes a day to, to produce one, get so much attention while your art, your soul, <laughs> the music you do, like this new album is like, what it's, it's like now it's two and a half years right. of work and, and it, 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 doesn't it's, even it's shadowed in comparison even, to this yeah i mean yeah it's of just course, frustrating dude, of course i mean i had i even had a lady comment on one of the videos very unnecessarily i might add she said she commented um is it wrong to say that i love your german videos much more than your music <laughs> and i had to laugh because i thought well no it's not that's not wrong to think that. Of course, that's that's it's two completely different things. Of course, you can like one more than the other. Yeah. But you see how much I'm posting about the music. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to tell me. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you can you can you can share the same humor with someone, but but have a completely different taste in music. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's yeah. so it's crazy with the stuff that people say on here, and I think it's like. Maybe it's in combination with everything, like maybe the German videos in combination with the new Ego FM show and in combination with all the extra promo that I'm doing in the last few months because of the new album, maybe is all kind of collectively brought more um, attention to like just my name as like a sometimes some type of brand maybe to try and like just like some entertain, like some type of entertainment person. Um, but with the German thing, I really don't get like, if it was just for the ego show or just for the music, I would be like, or even for this, if it was for this show, I'd be like, you know what? I get it. Like we put a lot of time into it. We enjoy what we do. Um, you know, for the ego show, the same, I put work into it and I really enjoy doing it. Uh, but I don't understand. I just, I'm glad, I'm glad that something stuck, but for me, it's just totally funny. Just totally like, like a silly internet thing that I'll never understand. That's wild. Yeah, but as long as you enjoy, it. I mean, I would. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Something works for sure. I mean, uh, it's it's cool. I mean, you know, it's always it's cool to be like as a creative person. I think it's always you always want to be validated. You just never really know what you're going to be validated for. You know what I mean? Like these don't take me that much time, but people seem to really like them. Especially German people really seem to like them, and. Maybe it's not my job to understand why they like them so much, but I do enjoy making them because, of course, you like to see like, oh, this got, you know, 500,000 views and, you know, I don't know, several hundred people commenting on it. It's like, oh, that's great. It Someone felt something, like someone got triggered by something. Not triggered is maybe the wrong word these days, but they got like, you know, like got en- energized by it. You know, to be like, yeah, let's, oh, actually you said that wrong or like, oh, I love this word or, and a lot of people are really nice. They say, they say really nice things. Um, like I love your videos or it's, it's nice how you pronounce this or, um, so it's, it's like a whole, it's, it's like its own entire thing. Um, and I mean, and I mean, I feel like you also need some form of output as I know you as a super funny person with a great sense of humor and a great sense for for um for jokes and funny storytelling <laughs> and since there's big roni still around yeah and you can go out and <laughs> and and tell and tell funny stories to, to to that many people in person on parties or whatever right probably that's a cool cool output for that <laughs> that's that's exactly it man like it it's definitely the 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 child of um someone like me not being able to like I needed to do some sort of output, like put something out there and I'm glad that something worked. I I did even think, um, I had this kind of, kind of goal, like kind of a plan to try and make money 
from this thing and not from my music and not from anything else, but like just a specific thing targeted towards these German videos. But I, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting like to see if I reach a certain like response rate with them. Yeah. Then I have a plan that I can, um, I can talk about not yet, but with you, I can off, off mic, but I have an idea of like how I could maybe down the road when the, the, the following and the response is like a consistent level. Um, then I would try something new that I could maybe make money from that. And wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> uh, dude, I'm so yes, sorry. Sir. I have to end the show a little early today. Um, I gotta, gotta be out of this house in about 10 minutes. So I'm going to, I'm going to hang up here and pack up real quick. Um, but we have this, do you still have that, that audio drop in for the, like for yeah. the, okay, cool. Then we'll leave it there. And I'll just say, thank you so much for listening guys. I uh, hope you had a really fun, hope you enjoyed today's episode. I think we just kicked it off with a roll and just kept going with it. So I know I, I enjoyed it. Bye-bye. Yeah, buddy. Thanks. Good to see you. What a wonderful episode. If you enjoyed today's episode and you like our show, please go to Apple Podcasts, give us a subscription or a review or a comment. It really helps new listeners find our show. You can also follow us on Instagram at Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. We're also now on Facebook and on YouTube and on Twitter at Fartsy Artsy. No, at Artsy Fartsy Pod. <laughs> we changed it at Artsy Fartsy Pod. So, uh, yes, and if you want to financially support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash jordanprince and where you can submit for as low as $3 a month some money to help us get this show bigger and better just for you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Look out, baby, the saints are coming through. And it's all over now. Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.